Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. This is your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So explore some of these curious stories of amazing women and hear what they have to say that might speak into your life and make it better for the journey. Today, we are so blessed to have the amazing Lauren Miller on the show. Lauren, introduce yourself to the Global Sisters. Well, I'm grateful to be alive. Just very thankful to be here. I, I, um, I'm on God's time, I'm going through advanced cancer and, and divorce at the same time. God scooped me up and put me in a beautiful space that I'm in right now to be able to serve humanity. So I'm, I'm very grateful for the work that he's called me to do on all different facets. And just uh, my, you know, the, the main purpose for which my heart beats is to champion human potential. Whether that be on my podcast, edgegodin.com, champion human potential in Christ, whether it be within a corporation to champion human potential, or one-on-one coaching, couples coaching, I love people, and God's brought me to an incredible place. To oh be well, able to Lauren, serve. you are you know so multifaceted that I don't want to define you by any one of your billion talents. Um, you know, I want to go back to the story because you know today you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a podcast host. You create so much um, support for people's potential, whether they like to hear it, read it, be with you, get coached by it, be inspired by you. But let's go back. So I like to talk about growing up, you know, what was it in your childhood and along your educational path that kind of prepared you for this path today? You know, my mom would say in, in kindergarten, is, or when I was younger, that's that's when it hit because I had an insatiable desire. It's actually written in my baby book. Lauren has an insatiable desire, uh, curiosity about people. And I would just ask what, why people did what they did, why they didn't. I was just such an observer of humanity. And then when I was a teenager, I started reading Leo Buscaglia's book, Living, Loving, and Learning. And as a result of reading those books, that took me even deeper into just having a deep understanding and compassion of what makes people tick, what causes people to rise above adversity, what causes them to shrink back. I lost five close friends actually when I was a, a teenager, and that including my boyfriend in a car accident, and, and that experience really made me think a lot deeper than beyond the shiny objects. Yeah, I think so. you and I had that in common when I was in my accident in college, right? As I just talked about in my TED Talk, I said, you know, seven and up, of us went out snowmobiling that night and only six of us came home and when my friend died um, I didn't know because I was in intensive care for 21 days and they thought I was going to die and when I woke up you know it's just like a new reality it's like you know where's my friend Paul and so many people were so frivolous about life and frivolous about drinking and driving and frivolous around and I so um, had such different value of every single minute of every day after living through that accident. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's death. I, I often say that the, the kiss of, of death is, is the kiss of life because it, it literally causes you to let go of the trinkets and the shiny objects, the attachments, and you really resurrect your uh, behavior moving forward more today than yesterday and aligning it with what you value most. Right. Well, you have brought so much of that to the table. What was your educational path? Yeah, that's a good one. I, I've always, 
I've always gone for it. That's, you know, we teach something in Sherpa Executive Coaching called your why it matters, your main driver. And my main driver is to go for it, no matter what it is. When I was diagnosed with cancer, given five years to live, I went for life. And and when I, you know, had education before me, I just kept going for it. So I had an undergraduate degree in journalism and psychology. Mm-hmm. No surprises there, because I'm still, I'm, I'm one of those people that actually I, I've been using my original degrees um, in psychology as well as journalism. And then I went back for another two years to get another degree in education. And then down the road a bit, I went back to get my master's degree in adult education with human resources development. And then along the way, just certifications, because as I was working with and launched my company about 18 years ago, it was all about championing human potential. And it was spirit, mind, emotions, body. So as I saw the need in, in people's lives, that determined my choice of certification that I would get and my education so I would be able to serve the people entrusted to my care. Because what works for some people doesn't work for another person. So if it's NLP here, EFT, EMDR, or, or human resources development techniques and strategies, everybody's unique. So this way I'm able to just have a lot of different tools in my backpack to be able to pull out and, and troubleshoot with the people sitting before me. Let's see if this works and sending them out to practice and coming back. So it's, it's been an incredible journey. With that said, I think my greatest training, when you say education, was when I was diagnosed with advanced cancer uh, one week prior to my final divorce court date. Because that experience allowed me to have boots on the ground around theory that I had learned. Do these stress management tips that I've been teaching, do they actually work? in the midst of emotional despair, in the midst, in the midst of acute suffering and pain? Does it really work? And uh, that to me was my greatest training. People will ask me that, what was your, what's your best certificate or program? It's when I went through life, true life. was stripped of my hair, my breasts, my, my marriage. I had my three young kids, eight, 10, and 12 at the time. And I came to the end of myself. And that's where I remember throwing myself on the ground and before God and saying, you have me. And I know I'm not done. I know there's still music within me to, to play out in, into the hearts of humanity. Well, we, number one, we are so blessed that you are here every single moment of every day. And of mm-hmm. all the humans I've ever known, Lauren, I must say no one is more present and alive and grateful mm-hmm. for each moment of life than you. And it's, it's in everything you are, everything you do as a mom, as a teacher, as a life partner for your super fantastic husband. (laughs) So we have to tell this great love story because, you know, some people lament and say, oh gosh, my outfit isn't cute enough to attract this, you know, my soulmate, (laughs) whoever that may be. Oh, my hair isn't good enough, but I think you've got the love story of all love stories. Yeah. So will you share that with us? Sure. Absolutely. So I was diagnosed with cancer in 2006, went through the divorce a year later, uh, my childhood friend, I was coming home from biblical school, and my childhood friend said, hey, you got you to meet me out at North. There's a, there's a restaurant in Cherry Creek. I haven't, go, I haven't dated or gone out much at all, and I was, I was bald and breastless at the time. I was wearing a wig, and I had these little pads because I had a double mastectomy. And um, I just said, you know what? Her, her name's Leslie. And I said, Les, this is not the time to start dating. I said, I, my focus is on God and my focus is on life and my children. And she said something like, you owe me, just come and meet this guy. So I did. And then long story short, we ended up going out on our, our first date. She had put, slipped his card in my pocket. And to be honest with you, I really felt the Holy Spirit nudging me. I put his card, I remember I put, put his card by my computer 
And I was totally bald. I remember just kind of laughing as I finally reached out. The, the Holy Spirit, you know, nudged me enough times where I finally took action. And I wrote this little email. I said, hey, it was really great. Our paths have crossed. Perhaps this will happen again in the future. I'd love to see you. <laughs> well, um, that's pretty calm. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah, too yeah, aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, perhaps so, uh, maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps, <laughs> maybe. And then within two minutes, literally, <laughs> I, he, he, he emailed me back. He said, how about dinner Thursday night, which it was Tuesday. And so I'm like, all right, here we go. So I put my wig on, my fake breasts in, and we're on our first date at a sushi place. And so that's kind of therapeutic in and of itself because we weren't facing each other. It's kind of like car therapy. Sushi bar, you know, okay. Shoulder to shoulder sushi bar. Okay. And we're talking, and, and he kept saying, You look so familiar. And I was like, Yeah, you, you do too. And so we said, Where'd you go to school? See you. Well, what sorority were you in? Were you in one? And I said, Theta. And he goes, Well, I was an SAE. And, and then I started thinking back because he looks so familiar. I go, were you the heat miser in that that one song fest we did together? And he and he looked at me and he goes, yeah. He goes, that was me. I go, you were wearing that top hat and those white shorts. Go, you taught me how to swing dance that night. And so he looked he looked at me and he goes, you're Lauren Miller from the Theta House. He goes, I tried to track you down so many times after I taught you how to swing dance that night. I said, I called my mom and I said, this really cute Greek guy taught me how to dance. And so, and our paths touched, and then, what was it, he was 40 or 39, 40 at the time, and then our paths touched, and then we went our own separate ways, and then my, God used my childhood friend, one of my friends who grew up next to me, um, to reintroduce us, and I just remember I panicked at that point, because I realized after two hours of talking with him, that I actually, it was one of those surprise rainbows. I was thinking, I like this guy. Right. And so as a result of that, I, I literally I started, I pulled up the drawbridge and started communicating with God. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I literally heard two words, be transparent. Yeah. Be transparent. Be yourself. Absolutely. And I heard it three times. And finally, I just took a deep breath and I just said, all right, listen, I'm just going to be straight up with you. This may sound kind of strange, but God is telling me to be transparent. He's just looking at me kind of sideways because he's eating a sushi, not even having any clue about what I'm about to drop on him. He'd never been married, mind you, youngest Greek boy of four older sisters, never been married. And I just turned to him and I said, okay, this is the deal. I am bald and breastless. I'm going through advanced cancer. The doctor's goal is to try to get me five years. I've got my ninth surgery due to third degree burns on my chest. They're trying to graft my back and getting blood flow back on my front. Um, I've got three kids. I was divorced a year ago. And uh, I got to know if that's a deal breaker. <laughs> and so, other than that. But other so, than that, so what do you think, it, Dean? So that it. So Where he, are you he just, he just, he just, I just remember my peripheral vision just seeing him kind of shake his head up and down as he was trying to desperately process what just landed on him. And he, I just saw him kind of wipe his mouth and he kind of glanced up at my wig and the first thing he said was, wow, that's a sweet looking wig. He goes, you can't even tell that's a wig. I go, yeah, they, they've done a great job. And he kind of glanced down at my chest and he goes, ah, he goes, I'm a leg and butt man. Don't worry about it. So that was it. Well, I tell you, everyone's listening and smiling as we all are here uh, about the amazing Dean and the great life you guys have made together. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. 
Welcome back to Boost Power Podcast. I know you're all sitting on the edge of your seats saying, what else could the amazing Lauren Miller tell us today? So now, would you unpack just a minute about what are some of the tools? You're an expert in reducing stress and the role of stress in your life. And I think if we're, we're really tactical in this podcast about things people can use. So would you start going into some of your tips through the ages that you've highlighted in your books, that's in your own podcast. But if you were going to tell people three things that everyone could know and do today to help kind of reduce this thing called stress, mm -hmm. what would you tell us? The first thing is breathe. And biblically speaking, the breath of God was life-giving. It's mentioned 117 times throughout the Bible, breath. And yet it's something that we're not very good at. And if I were to just ask you, just take a deep breath. Let's do a breathing exercise because yeah. I love to be interactive. And I'm yeah, just thinking, sure. when's the last time I had a breath? I don't know. So lead so, everyone through a quick breath exercise. So just take a deep breath and then just do a check-in and ask from zero to 100%, what percentage of my lung capacity am I using? And what comes up? Yeah, gosh, not a lot for me, yeah. 50%? I wish. Usually the body the body speaks, so you'll you'll get something that, that pops up there. So once you've determined, okay, I'm using about 50% of my lung capacity, and it's important to know a couple facts about breathing, because this will motivate you more to do it deeply, is 70% of toxins are dumped out with each breath. 70%. So that's a motivator factor, right? Absolutely. That, particularly when you go through cancer. I've been implementing this, actually re-implementing this uh, myself, just understanding, oh my goodness, okay, I've got to really capitalize on this. 70% of toxins are dumped out with every exhale. 90% of your biological energy is oxygen-fueled. You wow. feeling a little sluggish today? Nice. Feeling just half mass, the capacity, energy, the definition of energy is your capacity for action. Majority of the time, it's not drinking enough water and not breathing deeply. Nice. Such simple tips. Yeah. That if we and just it's free, them, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing the world says, oh, spend thousands of dollars to be healthy. Well, what about taking a breath? Yeah. I think that's the best place to start. Well, it, it really is. And, and pranayama, pranayama, it's the, um, the Sanskrit word for, for the breath, breath of life or life-giving breath. And there's lots of different breathing techniques that I learned myself when I was going through advanced cancer. One of my favorites is, is called um, the bumblebee. And it actually releases uh, nitric oxide, which is what the little pill is that they put in underneath your tongue if you're having a heart attack, oh, okay. because it expands the arteries. Okay. And so this particular breathing technique helps to expand the arteries to relax the body. Because when you see something as a threat, everything becomes restricted, including your breathing. And so when you breathe in, if you just take your thumbs, plug your ears, and take your pointer finger and your middle finger and just lightly cover your eyes. And as you exhale, you hum, which slows things down. It also interrupts the negative thought form. So any negative thought that you're having, humming interrupts it. Wow. And when you interrupt it, it gives you the opportunity to, to come in the castle, as I'll often say, pull up the drawbridge. Oh my gosh, that's right. God is with me. I'm not alone. I've done difficult things before and... I'm willing to consider the possibility I can do it again. Awesome. So it's that rebooting. So number one, breathing. There's lots of techniques, and I'm sure at the end we'll tell you how to find Lauren. She can send you to more resources. So one would be take a breath. What would be your second tip? I would say the more, the more, simply because this is a podcast, so I'm not, I can't visually show um, some of the other techniques as easily. The more, the more technique is a neuro-linguistic programming technique. 
you're making thousands of associations. And even listeners, you're making thousands of associations even now as I speak. You're linking what I'm saying to your past programming, to where you're at now, to where you want to be or where you're afraid to step into. And so let's make those associations work for you. And by doing that, you simply put it in a little formula. It's called a neurolinguistic programming formula. Neurolinguistic programming is simply the programming based on your life experience through your five senses. So you're being intentional about it. So let's say that you were stressed out because someone said something to you. And you began to mind read about it. Well, they don't like me. Well, what they said... Or create, I would call that create a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. you create a story around mm-hmm. their behavior. Mm-hmm. And you, you're in this loop. And so you identified as specifically as possible. The more I, th- I, I think this person doesn't like me, that's the first statement, mm-hmm. then you link it with the positive statement. The more confident I become that there's pieces of information I don't even know. Right. And so you state your impoverished view of reality, and then you choose where you want to be. Nice. Um, I used to use this one quite a bit when I went through cancer. The more fearful I am mm-hmm. of leaving my children, the more confident I become in my ability to heal and restore through God's grace and assistance. Nice. So that's an easy one. Nice, yeah, just to kind of, as Kathy would say, maybe go from below the line to above the line. To above the line, exactly. Kathy is someone we both work with in something called Clarity International. Mm -hmm. She really teaches us that in any minute we have a choice to shift our thought. Absolutely. And I think that, I know you're very well trained in this work, that that's something we would tell all of our listeners that, you know, we are in charge. Mm -hmm. And that crazy brain of us sometimes, Mm -hmm. of ours sometimes gets a little nutty on us, but, you know, we can go back and take that breath uh, and just say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's another well, perspective. It's, it's like the book I just, the new book that I just launched with my um, colleague called Stop Letting the World Be the Boss of You. You're letting your thoughts and circumstances, because the definition of stress is the power you give to outside circumstance to define what you believe you're capable of handling successfully. So when you flip the script, tell a different story, as you say, um, evict, because you're the landlord of your thoughts, the, the tenants that are ruining your interior world by flipping it into uh, these specific tools, then you take back your power. Yeah, and that's the key. I really would say for everyone listening, if you think of anything today, what Lauren is super good, and and please check out all of her resources we'll give you here in a second, about really taking back your power and and listening to the true inner voice, Mm -hmm. that you are loved, you are perfect, you are complete, Mm -hmm. you're not alone, and that there's a reason for whatever happens and that you are, are, are already gifted with what you need. Mm-hmm. Just use your faith to get through that. So, Absolutely. Um, Lauren, you're the queen of all of that. Okay, what's your third tip? Because you and I would just chat on. We would chat on forever because oh, yeah. we are chatters. Absolutely. And we love each other that much. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just a love fest with Betsy and Lauren. That's the sub yeah. for today's podcast. So what would be yeah. your third tip? Uh, the third tip I would say is the thymus thump simply because it's easier to talk about again on the, on the podcast. At the base of your neck, there's a U-shaped dip by your clavicle. If you just go down three inches and you just start tapping with your fingertips and you just three, say three statements, uh, I have faith and confidence in God. My future is secure. I am secure. I have faith and confidence in God. My future is secure. I am secure. I have faith and confidence in God. Or if you don't believe that statement, I'm willing to explore the possibility of having faith and confidence that God's got my back. My future's secure. I am secure. And you tap by by repeating those three statements uh, for one minute. 
And this is so powerful. This technique is so powerful. This came from one of the top kinesiologists that taught me this technique. This, uh, this technique has the ability to actually straighten out the, the, the hip flexors, which the hip flexors are actually one of the main places that stress is stored. And so at the end of the day, usually one leg is shorter than the other. If it's a really stressful day, it'll be a little bit shorter. So this actually evens out your your legs makes them even again that's how powerful this is oh gosh and someone who has had two hip replacements i'm sure that this technique will be super good for me yeah it's a good um, one so we want to know what are you excited about now i mean you've had so many products in your new book of course this is evergreen so new is relative when people hear this uh your recent book about stop letting the world be the boss of you um, yeah, your exactly. podcast tell us what you're excited about now well, I, you know, you mentioned my podcast, edgegodin.com, and that's a, you know, there's enough ego out there right now, and I include myself in that. God's really con- constantly reining me in to the place of humility. Um, and so edgegodin.com basically takes all the training that I've had in the different modalities and flipping it into the faith-based coaching. So it's, it's the, sub, our, our mission at Edgegodin is championing human potential in Christ. And so that's, I'm very excited about that. Also, I feel very focused right now as a businesswoman, and thanks be to God for this, because I found myself chasing a lot of uh, shiny objects that weren't mine, that weren't mine to chase. And so I'm really staying in my lane. So I'm very specific about the coaching that I'm doing. I was gratefully just onboarded as a headquarter coach for Sherpa Executive Coaching. So we go in and do leadership training and uh, one-on-one executive coaching there. And then my own side of the business is working with corporations and customizing programs. I love that because it's creative and it's also, it's the, it's the human factor. No. That's what excites me, to be able to give other people the skill sets or a tool that, that allows them to be a lighter version of themselves along the way. And I love that. Well, I tell you, Lauren, no one does it better than you. So please tell all the listeners how to get a hold of you. How would they find you? Well, my main website is Lauren E. Miller dot com lauren l-a-u-r-e-n emiller.com and that has all my contact information on it my podcast is edge god in edge god in.com all right well as you can see this is the very tip of an iceberg of the amazing lauren miller her work in the world her faith beyond all her journey from cancer to love and um, she's a great mom a grandmom a dog mom i might point out <laughs> um, to end we always pick a card a random card from the big idea deck called dream big live big made by a fantastic internationally known artist <laughs> and um, please pick a random card and this is what you're supposed to talk about to end today what will you say yes to and who will you help Ooh, i love that one of my prayers in the morning is dear god show me my give back project today Show me who who I can help today. And that's a very, very powerful invitation for me and and for all all, all of the people that are listening today. So what will you say yes to, Lauren? I'll say yes to God. Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> I give him permission to override me when I get in the way. There you go. And the the people she will help, and, and it's also actually, if you read this carefully, it says, and who will help you? Oh. So I think that that's very interesting because people like you and people like me, we that do a lot of it together. And it's interesting that you read it that way, that who will you help because that's where your head is. But also the card says, who will help you? And so I'd like to say... Ah. 
I will help you. Because <laughs> what a good that end. That is awesome. I will That's always great. help you, I Lori Miller. That. I love that. I will help you forever and ever. Thank we are you. united forever. Well, thank you thank for you. listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. So take some time for these stories and ideas to kind of soak in and figure out how it helps you in your business and your life. Please share this podcast with others who can benefit from our uplifting energy and ideas. This is your host, Betsy Wearsman. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.